the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Misha Dimitruk here, branch manager from the sunny Santa Cruz office. Essex Mortgage, my NMLS 694427, joining you today as I do every Tuesday to bring you all of the information that you need in order to make informed decisions about your real estate financial situations and goals that you feel good about, you feel confident in, and that when you close on a transaction, whether it's a purchase or a refinance, that you understand the benefit that that financing has just brought to your life. It is a process, ladies and gentlemen, and oftentimes when I talk with clients about the process ahead of them, uh, they have only heard terrible stories. It's so much paperwork. It's so much involvement. And this is generally true. It is a lot of involvement by you, the consumer, in order to make sure you get where you're going, that you understand what you're getting, and that your outset goal is achieved in the way that you really desire it to be. And preparing in advance is always going to be the key to a smoother transaction as opposed to sort of flying by the seat of your pants. Now, previously the challenge was to our pre-approved buyers and really getting a solid understanding of the pre-approval and how everything that you put into play is coming back to you? Are you certain of your payment? Are you certain of your structure? Um, So I wanted to highlight a few of the, the communications that I received because some of them were very, very powerful and really important messages that I think our listeners need to hear. Armin from the East Bay called because Armand is leaving the lot and block for a rural market. And uh, when he relayed, now he's not moving you know, out into the middle of nowhere. He's just moving out of a very compact market right now and into a place that is considered more rural. Now in that, Armand was relaying to me that he had been pre-approved, but no one had actually spoken with him. And when I spoke to him about specifically where it was, he had targeted this property. Um, I asked, have you had a, you know, any of the properties that you've picked out that, that he you know, intended to put an offer on, have you had an insurance quote? Have you spoken with your insurance agent about what it means to insure this property? There was a long pause on the phone. Armin said no. Um, and I suggested that he do that. You know, Specifically, there was one he was planning to put in an offer on. And so he did, contacted his agent, called me back and said, Misha, the insurance on that property is going to cost me an arm and a leg. It's astronomical. It was far from a fire hydrant. It was far from a fire station. It had a very, very high fire rating. And 
he said the agent knew the property and that the agent actually told him it was very likely that there would have to be tree and limb work done by the insurance company required in order to have the coverage there. And these are all things that he had not taken into consideration, but the estimate that he was given from the lender he had been working with was something like $150 a month and was something like $250 a month off of what the insurance agent actually thought the quote would actually come to. So for those of you who are shopping for a home, understanding what your realistic insurance costs are is going to be a pivotal point in understanding what your hard costs will be on a monthly basis. Now, insurance can change every single year. And with that, your payment will be adjusted. But those adjustments are generally, I would say, incremental. Um, it, you know, if you haven't had a claim, it's usually just about where the industry is as a whole. But you can get a quote in advance so that you understand what it is you're actually looking at when it comes to the insurance costs of your property. So definitely, and particularly if you are not looking at a property that has a fire hydrant on the street or a fire station within a very few miles of your property, um, or even a fire station that is mostly volunteer, something else to consider there. Uh, Keaton and Kimberly, we had a great conversation about how to best utilize a gift. They had set themselves up on a transaction shared with family that they were looking to make an acquisition of a property, were very excited about it. Some family members pulled together and said, we would like to gift you some money. And so um, the, the family members were telling them, just put it as a bigger down payment and make your monthly payment smaller. And Keaton and Kimberly had been listening to the show and said, you know, we were we had been toying with the idea of buying down an interest rate and their family was not comfortable with it because they didn't understand it. So we had this great group conversation where they learned and the family learned the benefits, the difference. We talked about exactly how much that would change their payment if they used it as a bigger down payment and how much opportunity that money would create for them if they bought a cheaper interest rate. Needless to say, the family members were completely floored that they did not know that this was such a benefit to them as buyers that they were able to use this money to buy that better interest rate and that it carried more than one benefit being a lower payment and some tax shelter. So uh, it was a fantastic phone call and a really type of sharing of the community information that I really look forward to in, in every situation with all of our listeners and all of our community members as a whole. And then I spoke with Scott and Scott had reminded me of probably one of the bigger questions that I get in this industry. And that is, I don't know where to begin. Do I just call the realtor first and start looking at properties or do I get my finances put together first and then, then go out shopping? And I am here to tell everyone, please get your finances put together first. Understand what your best financing strategy is. Understand what your purchase power is. Understand what that payment would be for you. Begin living as if you are making that payment already. Then get yourself connected with a realtor. If you don't already have one, I can make lots of referrals for you. And then they, you can go out shopping, looking for properties that will put you in a price bracket that you understand the payment on, you understand your abilities to capture on, and will really bring benefit to your life. I have lots of conversation with buyers who are stressed about what this will mean for them financially. And the concept here is, Homeownership should bring positivity to your life. And while it may 
be a challenge initially to allocate the money in certain ways if you're stepping up in monthly obligation, it's definitely something you need to know. Is this worth doing? Can I adjust my lifestyle to this? And will I be happy when I've closed on this transaction and knowing that this is my payment, these are my financing terms, and this is what I get out of it? So your purchase is a journey, and I'm here to help you get the foundational pieces of it together so that you can enjoy the best life possible. Speaking of the best life possible, getting those foundational pieces together, we have with us on the phone, Jeff Willie. Jeff, how are you doing today? Hey, Misha, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Now, Jeff, remind everybody who you are and what it is you do, please. I'm a, uh, a licensed realtor uh, that specializes in the 55-plus uh, age demographic. Uh, 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 my uh, license number is, uh, where is it, 019-31476. And the best way to reach me if there's any follow-up questions is probably uh, via text. Uh, my number is 831-888-7685 uh, or cell. can just leave a message. Uh, and uh, I wanted to share today, Misha, you know, I, I kind of uh, touched on the last couple of times I was on your show uh, for me, what's important is to, when you're considering to relocate or to uh, retire, uh, uh, to physically go and spend some time in some of the areas that you may be looking at. Uh, three weeks ago, I took about a seven-day road trip uh, up uh, through the bottom part of Oregon to uh, Bend uh, and then to Eugene and to Ashland. And uh, I got to tell you, it was eye-opening for me that had I not physically and personally gone to those uh, locations, uh, I would not have changed my mind. Uh, at one time, you know, I had pretty well focused that, you know, I want to I want to uh, move to Bend, you know, when mm-hmm. I moved from California. I liked the area, and it was about three, four years ago I had a, purchased a home up there, and it was a nice rental, and it was passive income. And uh, I, at some point I was going to, you know, just make that my primary residence. And because of just changes in uh, my lifestyle, I sold that property uh, about two years ago and uh, had not been in Bend for about the last 18, 24 months. And had I not gone up there, uh, uh, they're calling it a boom town. That's putting it mildly. You know, there's two major (laughs) builders in that town, uh, Hayden and Palish. Each of them are building in excess of 2,000 homes. And Bend is not that big of an area. uh, and there's 50 uh, acres on the north side of town that's being developed commercially. And all I kept thinking is that they're not even changing the infrastructure. This is going to change the dynamics of this homey, nice, culture-filled town significantly. And, and when I do travel, Misha, I like to usually have dinner at a nice place, and I usually eat at the bar where I can talk with uh, individuals that uh, you know live there, and, and I can get a feel for what's going on not from a professional's perspective, you know, be it a builder or be it a realtor. And right. uh, uh, I, I found out a lot just by uh, uh, doing that. Uh, this one nice restaurant that I like to go to up there, there was a, a couple next to me. They were probably in their early 70s, and they moved to Bend 20 years ago. And uh, he was a retired municipal, worked for the municipality, and she was a retired teacher. And they both said, 
There's just so much going on that uh, we would not be moving here if it was today. Twenty years ago, it was great. Uh, uh, so, you know, I'm, and, and my next trip, I'm going to focus, you know, uh, up in Boise and Twin Falls and Reno. And again, it's you know, for me to kick the tires and to touch and feel, uh, it's important. You know, uh, I think anybody that's looking to retire. Uh, you get flooded with all sorts of information. I mean, heck, anymore, you you check on a uh, Internet site, and next thing you know, you're getting uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, everybody's sending you everything. But, you know, <laughs> the fact of the matter is having enough money to do what it is you want to do is only part of the equation. You know, you, you still have to have your health. You still have to have a core pursuit, a purpose, hobbies, whatever it may be. Uh, but that's kind of what I wanted to share today, at least what I learned last month is that, that changed my dynamic, think, my, my thinking a lot. Uh, uh, I wouldn't move to Bend today. Four years ago was a yes, but uh, so the journey will continue. Wonderful. Well, isn't it interesting that just having conversation, creating, striking up conversation with members of the community gives you a different piece of insight and and valuable, in, invaluable information for your journey. Jeff, and you're... And it's, and it's fun. It's interesting. You meet interesting yeah. people. It's not just a bartender that knows where a good place to get coffee is. It's people that right. live there. And, you know, uh, you, you, it's, it's opinions that uh, you wouldn't get otherwise. Right. And, well, and perspective, you know, a perspective, someone who isn't trying to sell you on anything. They have no motivation other than to share their own experience. And I think that that's, um, that's a great part of a human experience for you. Yeah, and it's um, fun. Well, I'm excited for the next leg of your journey and how you're going to, you know, share what it is that you're finding out there uh, on that portion of it. And we will look forward to having you back. In the meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, if you are like-minded, if you are thinking, where is the next phase of my journey taking me in this life? And you are interested in understanding Jeff's thought processes or understanding his um, powers of deduction and how he's going to get to the end result here, please reach out to him, let him know how he can help you on your journey as well. Jeff, give everybody your phone number. Phone number is 831-888-7685. And uh, we, don't, we don't charge for any of what we can uh, uh, support as far as your journey. So uh, it doesn't cost anything, and I'm always available to chat. Wonderful. Thanks so much for joining us, Jeff. We look forward to having you back. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right. We have talked on this show many times about the debt service loan option. The debt service loan is a loan that for investors that allows the projected rent of a prop of investment property to cover the cost of the financing. If the projected rent, as determined by the appraiser, covers the cost of the financing, then the debt service has been accomplished and it is carrying itself and no, no other income qualification is needed. So traditional debt service uh, has a credit score requirement, six months of reserves, uh, that's funds that you're not bringing to the transaction, but you have somewhere in your arsenal to be able to touch. And the appraisal coming in at value, and then the appraiser determining the market value. There is, however, something called a no debt service loan. And this is one that I'm finding investors are using more and more when they are initially buying in on a property and they want to preserve some of their cash. They know that 
the market rent analysis may not show what it is that they are actually going to be receiving in rent. The rent analysis that's done is based on a monthly rental for with a, an annual lease. Now, if you are intending to make a purchase on a property that you plan to make a vacation rental or a short-term rental, and you know that that's available in the market that you're purchasing in, and you know that the income you're going to gain from that property is going to be greater than what it would be if you rented it on a long-term basis, this is where the no debt service loan benefits you because it affords you the opportunity to skip that option and skip the having to qualify with the rental value on that long-term covering the payment. Now, we wanna make sure that you're covering your bases here and we wanna make sure the property cash flows, otherwise that might not be the best investment for you. But if this is a short-term investment strategy or if you're purchasing a property, let's say you need to do a 1031 exchange, which is a tax deferral strategy. You're selling an investment property, you need to buy another investment property that you maintain for at least 18 months as a, an investment property. And at that point, you're going to turn that into a second home or a primary residence. If you're going to adjust the finances down the road and you want to preserve your cash, or you know that the income that you're going to gain is going to be greater than what it would be for the foreseeable future when it's a long-term lease, and they don't look at Craigslist, they're not you know, outsourcing from newspaper clippings, they're looking at property, the appraisers are out looking at property management companies and verifiable sources for long-term leases to determine those factors. This no debt service option is a strong player in the market. And it's something that they're expanding on, which is great. We are seeing, even in the challenging markets that we're seeing, and we're hearing a lot of people talking about how difficult things are, but we are still seeing product expansion. And that's what really helps me remember that we are in a different time than we were before. And the conversations that we're having about the future and how to plan for that are different than before. So if you are an investor and if you are looking at how to make an acquisition and maybe you had thought about the debt service option, but you didn't think that the long-term rental would cover the actual expense on the property, the no debt service option is good for you. Likewise, if you're planning on purchasing a short-term or vacation rental, this would be the catalyst for you and a great way to get your foot in the door and have the ability to not run into any challenges should the um, long-term market rent analysis not support the total monthly housing payment. If you're making an investment property purchase, no matter where that purchase is taking place, please give me a call. Let's have a conversation about what this means for you. If you are refinancing, if you have a property that maybe was a long-term rental and you're going to make it into a short-term rental or has been a short-term rental and you hadn't figured out how to get the financing secured on it because you hadn't met the conventional criteria of having a long-term signed lease. And that's been a challenge for you. Give me a call. Let's talk about the opportunities that are ahead for you because these may solve your financing conundrums. 831-435-0385 is my phone number. M-E-S-H-A at Essex Mortgage is my email, also on Facebook or LinkedIn. I do truthfully enjoy hearing from all of our listeners and the information and the questions that are being posed are amazing because it tells me about the conversations that happen in your living room, um, on your ride share, in your office around the water cooler. 
So give me a call with any questions that you have. We will take a break and be back in just a few moments. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right. In this week's vocabulary rundown, the mortgage terminology that I'm bringing to you is mortgage insurance. Now, mortgage insurance is when a buyer takes out a mortgage with less than a certain dollar amount or percentage that's put down on the loan. Lenders require them to pay mortgage insurance on a monthly basis. And sometimes there is an upfront premium too, meaning you pay it at the beginning of the loan and then monthly um, and is added to the loan costs. Now, this protects the lender should the buyer default on the loan, meaning they, they don't make their payments. And it is uh, typically assigned when there is not 20% equity or when there's one loan that's greater than 80% loan to value. So mortgage insurance is typically applied in two different sets of circumstances. And then there are other ways that this type of payment comes into play, and I'll share that with you. On a conventional loan, mortgage insurance is a something you can shop for. There are multiple entities that will offer mortgage insurance, and it's based on the loan to value, the type of property, the credit score of the applicant, and whether or not there's more than one applicant. And that it's a factor based on the loan amount. And that generates a payment on a monthly basis. There is no upfront fee that is required to be paid. With an FHA, Federal Housing Authority loan, that mortgage insurance, that's a government-backed loan, and that's a government product. They have one mortgage insurance rate associated with specifically the credit score and the down payment, how much equity the buyer is bringing to the table or in the form of cash or how much they have in equity at the property. There is no opportunity to shop for mortgage insurance with an FHA loan. Now, the interest rate on an FHA loan is typically a little bit better than on a conventional loan. The conventional mortgage insurance is a little bit better than the FHA mortgage insurance. Do they somewhat come out in the wash as far as monthly costs? They sometimes do, but there's big, huge differences in how those two loan products operate. And the difference between them is really important for you as a buyer to know. The minimum down payment for a conventional loan for a first-time buyer on a non-high balance, which you know in most of the, the Bay Area that keeps us at a six. 47,200 loan amount is going to be 3%. In an FHA loan, it's 3.5%. And that goes all the way to the high balance limits or the FHA limits for that particular county. Most of the FHA limits are in line with the high balance conventional limits in the Bay Area, which is $970,800. But those FHA loan limits change by county to county, just as the high cost markets. So the difference between national conforming and high cost market, different from county to county. So when you're talking about mortgage insurance, and again, the benefit of protecting the lender for you as a buyer, not having put down a specific amount of money, dollar amount that equates to a percentage of equity that you buy into the property at, mortgage insurance is applied for the benefit of you being able to buy the property and the lender being insured in case of default. Now, I know it seems strange to say, well, you know, why is everyone banking on me defaulting? And it's really that everything in this industry is based on risk. 
and layers of risk. That's why we're looking at credit scores and looking at stability and income. We want to understand how risky is it to lend money to a specific person based on a specific set of criteria. Now, USDA loans allow for a 0% down payment if your income qualifies and, um, and if the property itself qualifies. They have a payment that is mortgage insurance-like that is for participating in that type of a program. You pay it on a monthly basis through the life of your loan, but it does actually never go away. You pay it forevermore. It's how to participate in the loan. The FHA loan, you pay monthly, but you also pay an upfront premium, but that can be financed, so added to the loan amount. So it lessens the, the cost, so to speak, on a monthly basis because you're able to finance it, that piece of it upfront. Um, the conventional loan does not have an upfront expense, just a monthly. If you have questions about mortgage insurance or how down payment is affected um, in the mortgage insurance costs, please give me a call, 831 435 0385. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right. Bay Area, we have a treat for you today. We have Daniel with Caldwell Banker here to tell us about some amazing properties he has uh, for sale. Daniel, how are you today? Hey, doing well, Misha. How are you doing? I am doing great. So Daniel, tell me, the market is very challenging right now, but it's still an excellent time for sellers to sell. They're still getting good prices and buyers are having more opportunity to look at properties before having to make that hurry up scramble. We have five seconds to make a decision. So tell us, what properties are you bringing to our buyers that they can get really excited about? Sure thing, Misha. Thank you. I have an amazing home in Belmont right now. The address is 1100 uh, Irwin Street, right off 101 and Ralston Avenue. It's in the flat neighborhoods of Homeview, Sterling Downs. So super convenient for the freeway, El Camino, walk to Caltrain, Oracle's right over the overpass, which is really nice. Um, it's a three bedroom, one bath, 1200 square feet on a 5,000 square foot lot, one car garage, and we're asking a million eight hundred eighty-nine thousand. We're just brand new on the market, four days in the market. And alternatively, Misha, I have a really cute house coming in San Francisco next week in the Excelsior neighborhood at forty-three Lisbon Street, nine five, excuse me, nine four one one two zip code. And that one is a two-bedroom plus a den, one full bath downstairs. And an unpermitted room and bathroom downstairs in the garage, um, single-family home, huge garage, really cute backyard, and a very, very sunny part of San Francisco for $1.4 million next week. Wonderful. Now, Daniel, remind everyone who, uh, what it is you do and, and how to get in touch with you because um, you know, we, we tend to wrap these up here at the end, but I want to remind everyone, you know, first and foremost, sure. Daniel, Tell people, what is, what is a realtor? Time Bay Area? <laughs> yeah, you got it. I would love to help anyone and get them into these homes and um, help them uh, buy their dream house. My cell phone is the best, Misha. It is 408-761-2883 or 650-385-8747. Fantastic. Now, Daniel, what do you think the biggest misconception buyers and sellers alike have when it comes to to your role, your, you, as what a realtor does for them. 
you know, I'm, I know we're, we're dispelling myths on a daily basis and, and explaining to people the, the links that we go to to support our clients. Tell me, what is it that you think is probably the thing people are the most confused about when it comes to a realtor and their job? Yes, Bisha. I think people are really confused about everything they hear from their friends and colleagues and family members. Um, mm -hmm. They think us realtors and, and loan officers just want us to quickly close the deal so we get paid. Um, they don't understand by us giving them really good advice to, let's say, lower the price or adjust accordingly. They think we're in it for ourselves, but we're actually looking out for the best interest on the client so they can't mm -hmm. have their house sit there for more than two or three months and have it look stale like something's wrong with the foundation. Um, the hardest part for every seller is to keep – they keep – uh, being attached to the outcome. And I try to tell my sellers, please remove yourself from the home. It's not going to be your home anymore. Please listen to us realtors and take our advice and let's sell your house. Let's not sit on it because every extra day that house sits on the market past 20 to 30 days counts against you as a seller, Misha. Right. And it's, it's such a battle on either side of the transaction for realtors. And I, I, I really wish that you know, more people had the appreciation for it. When you represent a buyer, you're encouraging them to offer a price that will get the offer accepted so that they can stop shopping, capture this property that they've fallen in love with. And you're trying to show them based on data and your expertise, this is what you need to reach to in order to get the seller to say yes. And when it's the sellers, you're sometimes having to have the opposite side of that conversation. We're going to have to bring that price down or we're going to have to offer some sort of a credit in, in order to really get the attention of the buyers so that we can close. But it's all, it's two different sides of the story, but for the same exact outcome. We want everyone to get where they want to go. Buyers want to buy, sellers want to sell. And you're, you're totally right, Daniel, listening to your advisor. You were hired for a reason. You're a trusted advisor. And um, it's really time to follow the advice of your professionals. Please remind everyone again how to get in touch with you. Sure thing. My cell phone is best. It's 408-761-2883. Call or text me anytime. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us, Daniel. We look forward to having you back again. You're welcome, Misha. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. All right. Well, that is a very pointed piece of the conversation that happens between realtors and lenders on a very frequent basis. Um, when an offer is submitted uh, for any of my buyers, I reach out to the listing agent and I relay over the strength of their offer and let them know the steps that I've taken in order to qualify my client and give them that formal pre-approval letter. And without fail, in this type of a market, most sellers are <laughs> most sellers' agents are saying, well, can they qualify for more? And they're not supposed to ask that. They're supposed to ask about the qualification that's on the table. And the negotiation of price is supposed to be done between the realtors directly. Um, but in that, the best way that I can address that type of a request or that information inquiry is really to remind them that if their client is interested in sending a counter, that I ask they include my client in the counter and allow my client the opportunity to decide if they are going to and bring themselves up to that price or where their price point is most comfortable at on this property. Now, I create all of my pre-approval letters custom to every offer. I don't issue a one pre-approval letter for your maximum purchase power. And here's why. Because if you're not buying something at your maximum purchase price, why would you want 
seller to know that you qualify for more. Doesn't that automatically ring in the concept of, well, we can counter this person because they, they qualify for more. So let's do that and try to get more money out of it. Now, you understand there's only so much qualification that can happen based on the market value. And that is something that we talk about all the time with, with buyers as well. It's really going to come down to, does the property appraise in order to get the financing based on this? But in this type of shifting environment, we want buyers and sellers to know that their real estate professionals are offering them the best advice they can on how to get that transaction closed with their best interests in mind, whether it's the, they working for the seller or they're working for the buyer. And it is really an, an orchestra trying to bring everyone together to the table so that we all get where everyone needs to go. Sellers need to sell, buyers want to buy. If you have questions or if you need support in getting yourself prepared to make a buy or prepare for a sale and your next move, reach out to me at any point. We will take a short break and we'll be back with this week's challenge. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to this show, you know this is my absolute favorite part, the weekly challenge. Now, these weekly challenges are designed based on the conversations that I have with listeners from the show, with clients that I deal with on a day-to-day basis, and with people that I speak to in the community. So the more you participate with me, the more I can bring things to you that are thought-provoking and um, educational and informative, I hope. So this week's challenge is all about credit. Are you living your best credit life? Many people I've spoken with over the last few weeks have said, gosh, I just noticed that the interest rate on my credit card has gone up and I, my credit score is good. I haven't missed a payment. I don't understand. This is the credit that everyone has been not focusing on. They've been focusing on what mortgage rates are doing, when in reality, the biggest shifts that we are being seen or shown is in the market shifts of interest rate, the prime interest rate, the lending rate is affecting home equity lines of credit and credit cards. And obviously the the bank rate, how much banks pay to borrow this money, but on the consumer end, it's really how much is this raising your home equity line of credit and the interest rate on your credit card. If you haven't reviewed your credit card's interest rates, or maybe you just set it on auto pay and you don't actually look at your monthly statements, that's where you're going to find it typically is at the back end of your statement. It goes through what the actual rate on that specific card is and the different types of rates that you'd be subject to, whether you did a cash advance or a purchase. So please do yourself the favor, review your credit score annually. Think of it as something that you do, just like checking the batteries in your smoke detector or um, you know, checking in on your birthday if you're going to get a dermatology appointment. One of these things that you set into your time frame of doing on an annual basis, review your credit. You can do this for free at annualcreditreport.com. Now, don't be fooled by other sites. If you Google annual credit report or free annual credit report, it will pull up a multitude of sites that want to charge you or have you sign up for subscriptions. You don't need to do that. Go to annualcreditreport.com and you can download all of your, or order all of your credit profiles from all three of the bureaus and review everything. You want to understand what's reporting on your credit report. Oftentimes, I deal with people who find out they had a collection while we're looking to get them approved for a home loan. They didn't know anything about it. And sometimes it's a small collection. It could be a medical collection that they didn't know anything about for a doctor they actively see, and it just slipped through the cracks somehow, some way. So it's definitely worth taking a look at. 
Understanding what your interest rate is, is definitely going to be key. Understanding your available balance. How much do you have available to you versus how much you're using? You wanna always keep that utilization, if possible, under 49% for your best benefits. Now, the next one that I'm going to talk to you about is how to improve your credit situation. If you're currently paying and your interest rates are high and your credit scores are good, you may want to take a look at where there are 0% offers for balance transfers. This allows you to continue to make that same amount of monthly payment that you're making, only you're getting farther at paying down that balance because you're not paying any interest on it. Review what all of the terms are, review all of the limitations and restrictions and understand exactly what the benefit of that card is. If you get a low introductory, a 0% offer, but then it skyrockets above where you are right now, that might not be the best rate for you. If you have great benefits and rewards and you're losing that by moving it over, that might not be the best opportunity for you. So definitely take a look at all of the fine print. You can check with your bank to find out if they have a formal pre-approved offer for you for a credit card that might suit your exact needs. But the goal here is to make sure that you're able to afford the debt that you have and pay it down as quickly as possible to get rid of that um, because it's typically a, a higher interest rate than most people are paying in any capacity on their home loans. If you have questions about financing, about credit, about how to structure for a deal, you have me as your resource, 831-435-0385, M-E-S-H-A at Essex Mortgage. This show will rebroadcast on Thursdays, oh, excuse me, Wednesdays at 6 and Sundays at 3. Until next week, be safe, Bay Area. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.